Hello and welcome to COS Live. You can watch the original video broadcast live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Visit conventionofstates.com slash pod to learn more. And now, here's COS Live. Well, hello, COS supporters, and welcome back to another edition of COS Live. My name is Andrew Lush, and I will be your co-host. And of course, I am, I'm your host, and I'll be joined by my co-host, Rita Peters, who's also the Senior Vice President for Legislative Affairs. Rita, how are you doing today? I'm doing great today, Andrew, and I'd love to know who's out there watching the program this evening. So if you are watching, drop us a little note in the comments and let us know what state you're from. Yes, please. And also send out a share, a rumble, a retweet, wherever you're broadcasting from or wherever you're tuning in from. We want to get the message out about Convention of States and, of course, this secret weapon that our founding fathers gave to us we the people to use in a situation just like this when we have runaway debt career politicians and a federal government that is going deeper and deeper into our lives well we have a great show lined up for you today we're going to be interviewing the convention of states outstanding volunteer of the year he received this award at the reclaiming liberty summit in orlando we're going to find out about how that moment went for him and if he was shocked surprised and what the whole summit was like for him a great experience. We're going to get in touch with him in just a few minutes. We have a new edition of COS Now, so uh, keep posted on that. But before we get to uh, all of these agenda items, we also have our article trivia giveaway with COS Vice President Mike Ruthenberg. Mike, over to you. Thank you, Andrew and Rita. Well, it's been a while since I've been here. Well, I guess it's not that long, but with everything that's going on in our summit and all the things that are happening, it's great to be back. It's great to see you guys. It's great to see all the folks with COS. And boy, what an amazing time I had at the summit. I had the opportunity to go in and see pretty much everything. I was there for every speaker in the plenary session. I was able to go into all the breakouts for at least a little bit of time. And it was great. This hat was what I saw people wearing. People love the Article 5 hat. One of the reasons is because people just come up to you and say, what's that Article 5 thing? And for that reason, that's what I'm going to give away as our prize today, an Article 5 hat with our trivia question. And if for some chance you don't win, just go to shopconventionestates.com and grab yourself one. And one thing I also want to share is another super popular item in the store we're out of we just ran out of those car magnets and that's another thing people are going after just know that those are on order and probably another two to three weeks we'll have those things back in stock and you'll be able to get those car magnets anyway let's go to our trivia question of the day this is a great one and the question is which article 5 convention supporting u.s president I'm not talking candidate, I'm talking U.S. president, said the following. Through their state legislatures and without regard to the federal government, the people can adopt such amendments as will reverse any trends they see as fatal to true representative government. If you and your generation, with the spirit of our founders, decide that reformation of a radical kind becomes due, then I say, let nothing stop you. Which of our presidents, former presidents said that? He was the 34th president to give you a little hint. And I'll be back at the end of the show to give you the answer to that. And of course, 
those of you who already know this, I hope your fingers are going and you're not only putting the answer to this question, but you're continuing the chatter because we're going to have a great show and I'll see you guys on the backside. In the meantime, I'm going to turn it back over to you guys, Andrew and Rita. Thanks, Mike. Uh, well, before we get to our interview, uh, let's see some history being made. Here is the latest news from Convention of States Movement. It's the latest edition of COS Now. Quick note before we get back to the program, this is a previously recorded episode of COS Live, so we won't be talking election results in this episode. You're going to want to tune in next week for that. But just know that there are several big victories for Convention of States that we had in the state legislative races that are going to really help us in 2023 going to want to tune in next week to hear rita and andrew and what they have on that now back to the show welcome to cus now here's what real revolution looks like 600 plus convention of state citizen leaders from all 50 states gathered in orlando florida last month the reclaiming liberty summit was jam-packed with inspiring speeches advanced leadership training team building and face-to-face -face networking the event's awards banquet was headlined by the one and only Mark Levin, whose number one bestseller, The Liberty Amendments, catapulted the movement into high gear. It was just so awe-inspiring to watch you folks come up here and many of you back there to see all of you, because I remember when Mark and Mike were starting their convention of states, I mean, basically in a telephone booth, you remember those, don't you? <laughs> and I had written this book and it started to take off You've got 19 states. It's a lot of work to get 34, but they're already wetting themselves, aren't they? <laughs> they're already concerned, aren't they? Oh, yes, all those patriots are getting together to change the Constitution. We don't want to change the Constitution. We want to uphold the Constitution. They're changing the Constitution. Albert Torres of Texas was announced as the winner of the COS Voices contest, meaning he will be the official representative for the COS grassroots when he attends the 2023 simulated convention of states. Top honors for the event went to the Ohio team as state team of the year, and Russ Byer of Virginia was recognized as the outstanding volunteer of the year. As the summit was drawing to a close, Mark Meckler made an exciting announcement that co-founder Michael Ferris would be returning to COS Action to finish what they had both started when they shared a common vision for Convention of States nine years ago. Because I um, uh, love ADF and its mission, and I, I uh, intend to stay there in a part-time fashion. Um, uh, I'm going to get to be doing lawyering rather than administrative work. Um, and meetings, meetings, meetings. Uh, and I'm gonna be half-time starting in January. And so when this, as this was taking place, I called Mark and said, is there a way I can return to Convention of States? Yeah, and, uh, and Ferris was later presented with the George Mason Tom Coburn Lifetime Achievement Award for his exemplary leadership and lifelong commitment to the preservation of liberty. It had been three years since the previous such event, and it left attendees with a sense of hope and determination to get this done. The following week, the COS Tennessee team bolstered Matt Walsh's rally to end child mutilation. Held on the steps of the state capitol in Nashville, COS President Mark Meckler was also in attendance as one of the keynote speakers. And I was out there walking through the crowd earlier, and what I saw is the folks that are out there that want to protect our kids 
are willing to have dialogue. And those that want to mutilate our kids want to shut you down. Are you going to let them shut you down? Prior to the event, he exposed the counter-protesters by engaging them kindly and rationally. The results were about what you'd expect. We think you're awesome, and I appreciate you being out here. Go! Go! Hey, we're in a public... You're awesome! Thanks for being here. You're a child of God. We love you. Despite this insanity, CUS Tennessee volunteers bravely moved to the front of the crowd and were thanked later by the event's organizers. I'm here with my brothers and sisters as Americans. Set it up for the only way we're going to save this country, and that's COF. Elsewhere, Pennsylvania and Ohio are both seeking to be the 20th state to join the COS movement, and Rick Santorum appeared recently at the Pennsylvania Capitol with supporters to bolster the effort. Meanwhile, the West Virginia team spoke with hundreds of locals at the Roadkill Cookoff in Marlington. Also, the Oklahoma team collected 66 petitions at the Payne County Fair, and New Jersey volunteers signed up nearly 100 new supporters at the Irish Festival. Earlier in October, Convention of States was touted on the floor of the U.S. Senate. Indiana Senator Mike Braun said it was time for Congress to get serious about counting Article 5 applications as the nationwide movement gains momentum. If two-thirds of the states petition to call a constitutional convention, we could take power away from the D.C. establishment and put it back in the hands of the American people. This plan is extremely popular because it makes sense. It puts political will and backbone into this place that we don't normally have. In a recent uh, poll by Trafalgar, found that 65% of likely voters agree with that. If you My amendment would be very, very simple. It would direct the archivist who has all these petitions somewhere in a drawer to publish it as they come in so all of us can see what the people are thinking. And now you're up to date with Convention of States. Well, Rita, there was a lot of information there to digest, some great things that we're seeing in the grassroots, some people to recognize, like Al Torres, Volunteer of the Year, State of the Year. Uh, but that end part with, uh, with uh, Mike Braun, uh, the senator, that was really interesting. What is your take on that? Well, I have so many thoughts and reactions to that, Andrew. I, I think we're actually going to have to do a whole program to talk about Senator Braun's proposal. Um, I'm thrilled to see uh, Congress taking note of what's happening and noticing how how many Americans support what we're doing with Convention of States and, you know, preparing for the convention, the first ever Article 5 convention to become a reality. So we are going to plan with Producer G to do a separate program in a future week to talk all about Senator Braun's proposal in detail. Uh, I want to back up, though, and comment about the information about the summit toward the beginning. You know, this is sort of just a personal note from me, Andrew, but, you know, our grassroots volunteers from all over the country came out for the summit and they came to be inspired, encouraged to receive training. What actually happened at the summit, although those things did happen, but it was so interesting to me to get to hear from these big name speakers at the summit 
who, you know, were the draw for many of our grassroots volunteers. But I heard those speakers talk about how encouraged they were to see our grassroots strength, to see a people who is out there willing to be active, willing to dedicate their own time and talent and treasure to making a difference, to turning this country around. So that was really neat for me. Also, at the summit, this I, I was the stage manager, so I was backstage much of the time. And Andrew, one of the days that I was there, one of the employees of the hotel who was working with us on the audio visual stuff came up to me and he said, I want you to know how impactful working this event has been for me. He looked me in the eye and he said, you know, I thought I was of one political persuasion, but now that I'm hearing what you're doing, I am inspired and I'm rethinking all of my political presuppositions that I was raised with mm -hmm. because I am inspired and encouraged by what I'm seeing here this weekend. It was incredible, Andrew. What mm -hmm. are your reactions to some of this um, news about COS across the country this week? Well, I, I want to start where you just left off, talking about this person kind of rethinking the presuppositions and maybe contemplating on uh, looking at his where he stands politically or where she stands politically. Um, and, uh, you know, my thought was Convention of States is infectious. Our organization is infectious. And I think part of the reason is we are not bound by a political party. We're a nonpartisan organization. Sure, we have conservative values and we believe in in, in limiting the government and we believe in, in, in having Congress spend within its means. And we believe that, you know, you shouldn't go to Washington DC and spend 30, 40, 50 years as a representative. But ultimately we're, we're, we're not in favor of Republicans or Democrats. We think all of them are politicians and all of them can succumb to largesse. That's what the founding fathers were concerned about. So I, I really like that you mentioned that this person started thinking differently about what they believe, because that's the whole point. And Convention of States is, is, is kind of a conduit for that for this person. And so I want to go back to what Senator Braun uh, said about, you know, why he's delivering this speech to his colleagues. He says, he said, it just makes sense. A convention just makes sense. And I, I loved how he said that. It was something kind of said in passing, but it really does. When you ask you know, average Americans, should we, should, should, should senators be spending beyond their means or should the federal government be spending beyond its means? They're going to say, no, of course not. And should they spend 30, 40 years in Congress enriching themselves, <clears throat> not paying attention to you? Of course, they're going to say, no, that's, that doesn't make sense. That's not what the founding fathers gave to us. And so I just hearing some of those things and just hearing about the, uh, the, the experience from, from people that we recognize, like Albert and the Volunteer of the Year and, of course, the State of the Year, I think those are just really inspiring for me and just such great golden nuggets that we get to see in this news. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Rita, before we get to the interview, any, uh, any final thoughts, any parting shots before we get to, our, uh, to the person we're going to be interviewing? Yeah, I want to make one other comment, and it's about, you know, the, the broader mission of our grassroots organization is that we are um, focusing on self-governance. 
that's what we're all about. Yes, our immediate goal is to get to an Article 5 convention to propose amendments, but we are more broadly focused on self-governance, and that is what you see our grassroots teams doing across the nation. We are not a people who are content to just complain about the bad things happening in our government. We are people who are taking action. And that's what we're about. We're about taking at the actions, doing the work of self-governance. And it's so exciting to me to see that. That's the kind of organization I want to be involved in because mm. this grassroots effort is making a difference across the country. I'm so proud of our grassroots teams. I couldn't agree more with you, Rita. Joining us today is Russ Bayer, who is a regional captain and a telepatriot volunteer with Convention of States, Virginia. Russ, thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? Fine, thanks. A little better than I deserve usually. <laughs> Great. Well, Russ, welcome to the program, and let's just have you go ahead and spill the beans. Last month, you were there in Orlando for the Convention of States Reclaiming Liberty Leadership Summit with 600 plus citizen leaders from across the country. Mark Meckler is up on the stage and announces that he is about to unveil the recipient for our annual award, the Outstanding Volunteer of the Year. Then you hear your name. What was your reaction and what did it mean to you to be recognized before so many of your peers? Well, it, it took me a while to figure out who he was talking about. Uh, first, he named the state and he started rattling off some things. And I thought, oh, that could be this guy or this guy or that guy. And the narrower it got, the more surprised I was I was at the time. I, I told Mark I couldn't have been more surprised if I woke up with my ears sewn to my pillow. <laughs> well, um, let's talk a little bit about your experience there at the at the summit. So we were at the Reclaiming Liberty Summit. There were hundreds, 600 plus uh, volunteers, leaders there and and representing all 50 states. And then not to mention there were blockbuster names like Mark Levin, Rick Santorum, Alan West, James O'Keefe, uh, Michael Ferris. I mean, the list just goes on of, of heavy hitter conservative voices that were there in attendance. What was your favorite part about the Reclaiming Liberty Summit? Well, that's tough. Oh, I was at the Williamsburg Summit, too. And, uh, of course, that was overwhelming because that was a great summit as well. Uh, it's always nice to see Mark Levin. But just meeting all those other folks out there, I mean, there were a lot of people that were just as deserving of the award, I think. And uh, people do so much. I was glad to see Nancy get a challenge coin because she's been around longer than I have and, and does a great job for us in Virginia. And uh, just the recognition uh, in a lot of aspects, just talking to folks and putting a, putting a name with a face and a face with a name is always a highlight. Mm -hmm. Well, Russ, you're a regional captain with the Convention of States Virginia team. And of course, Virginia is my home state, but you're also part of a national team called Telepatriots. And we have a promo video about Telepatriot. So I'm going to ask producer G to go ahead and play that. And then after the video, I'd love for you to just talk a little bit about the Telepatriots program 
and your experience in using that tool. Sure. Producer G, let's show that video. I became a believer in Telepatriot very, very quickly. And now it's a really central part of what we do here in North Carolina. Convention States Telepatriot, it's what we do. We love it, we get the word out, we get messages out, we talk to people who are like-minded. It's great. I actually use Telepatriot to make three-way calls between our supporters and their legislators. And I've even had a legislator or two pick up personally and I introduce the two and then I just sit on mute for a couple minutes while they talk. That's a pretty neat thing to be a part of. And that's why I'm a telepatriot. Let me tell you why I'm a telepatriot and why you should consider being one as well. I could, after I get off of work, sit down and watch the news and get mad at something new our government's doing to destroy this country. But instead, I'll throw a couple burgers on the grill, then I'll make some telepatriot calls and 10 minutes later, I have a great meal and I've done something great for the country. It just takes a very few minutes. It's so easy. It's so, so easy. And one of the things I like about Telepatriot is when we share the results of surveys done with candidates for school board and other positions. I did that with a gentleman over the phone one time and a day or so later, he texted me and told me that he was so excited he was sharing the information with other people around his area and that he wanted to become more proactive as a citizen, much more self-governing. That's what Telepatriot does. That's what's so exciting about it. Wow, Russ. They make it sound like it really is pretty simple to spend a little bit of time and make a big difference. What has your experience been as a Telepatriot? Oh, it really is. It's, it's an easy thing when you've got a mission. Uh, it's important to get completed. It's really easy to find the time a little bit here, a little bit there, or you could spend a half an hour. And uh, I've made five calls at a Chick-fil-A waiting for my sandwich to come out to the curb. So uh, it's really easy to use. And what's really, I think it's really slick the way it also allows for the follow-ups because so many people don't answer the phone anymore. So sending an automatic email or a text by following up in the history is is really that's a really slick option in there that I think is really effective because many times you get a response from the text, even though the voicemail box may have been full. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, before I um, put you back to Andrew for the next question, you know, we've got to talk a little bit about the Commonwealth of Virginia because we're proud Virginians here. We've made some big moves recently in pushing our Article 5 application forward. And for those who might not know, that Convention of States resolution calls for an Article 5 convention to propose term limits, fiscal restraints, and other limits on federal power. It's already been passed in 19 states on our path to 34 to trigger the Article 5 convention. Russ, give us an update. Uh, tell our listeners what has been happening with the movement here in the Commonwealth and what's next for our Virginia team. Sure. Well, I joined right about the time we had passed it in the House, uh, but never got it through the Virginia Senate. I think we had probably, you, you might remember better, but about 18,000 or 19,000 petitions at the time. 
we've been adding about eight or 10,000 every year, and we're just about to break 70,000 petitions in Virginia alone. So uh, what I've found is the delegates and the senators are getting a lot more polite because as someone once told me, the, the larger the parade gets, the more likely they run out in front and pretend it was their idea. <laughs> and on top of that, we have redistricting happening next year. So our House and Senate are elected in 2023, not 2022, like a lot of states. So we're gearing up already, and they're very much aware that their lines are moving, and they've gotten very, very polite between the petitions and the redistricting. Mm -hmm. um, you were the volunteer of the year, and just by listening to you and just kind of hearing some of your responses to the questions, it's obvious that you're, you're dedicated to this cause, and you're just a, an outstanding citizen activist for liberty. Tell the audience, what, what's a little bit of your COS story, though? I, I know the audience would like to get some of the backstory, how you got involved with Convention of States, and really what moved you from just a mere voter to now being a citizen activist? Sure. Well, I signed up uh, probably six, seven years ago, because I recall right about the time of the simulation. And uh, that's when I volunteered. And I went to the simulation. We had a live stream at the library, even though it was being held in Williamsburg, which is really close to my, ho my home. I was able to get into town and see the simulation in the library where they live streamed it. Talked to a couple of folks there and uh, they had really good answers. It turned out to be a couple of future state directors and regional directors that I was talking to. So uh, that got me excited, but honestly, I wouldn't be here if I hadn't been called very shortly after signing the petition and volunteering. Uh, a couple of folks called me within, I think, two or three hours, and another one called me the next day. And uh, that was that was a big help in helping me decide this was the right group. Um, very active people. We've got some really dedicated volunteers. As I said, a lot of folks are just as deserving of the award. And uh, I forgot to mention one of our own district captains was elected delegate last time around. So she's our sponsor for our resolution. Mm. Russ, you just said that uh, that phone call that you received, that was what sealed the deal with getting you to volunteer with Convention of States. For our viewers who want to learn more about how to participate in telepatriot uh, phone calls, where can they learn more about this and where can they go to give the telepatriot app a little whirl? Sure. Well, conventionofstates.com is the, the website. You can sign the petition, or if you need to study a little bit, there's a tab uh, up at the top called Resources. You can look at all the common objections and some of the answers. Uh, Take Action tab will give you a link to a lot of the positions available. And I like to suggest people start with volunteer activists because at least in Virginia, a nice lady named Nancy will give you a phone call and ask what you like to do. Uh, there's no obligation to any of this. You, obviously want to know what you're getting into. But if we need a district captain in all 100 house districts in Virginia, and uh, most states are similar, they want to get a district captain in every house district. And uh, that's a really high bar, but it's very effective. And uh, it's a good way to apply your time if you care about the future of the country. Mm. Well, Russ, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure just kind of getting to know you a little bit, hearing uh, your story. Also, congratulations to you for receiving Volunteer of the Year. Uh, I can definitely see that uh, they chose the right person. Uh, Patriot. Thank you again. 
we'll, uh, we look forward to having you on the pro program again in the near future. Take care, Russ. Okay. Thank you. Sure. All right. With that, we are going to go over to our Article 5 trivia giveaway. Mike Ruthenberg has the answer. Mike, over to you. Well, thanks for coming back to me. Seems like you guys never forget me like the parents do when they go to the gas station, leave the kid in the bathroom, and then they, they take off like, uh-oh, where's Junior? And they come back. Well, I've never forgotten. So thanks for coming back to me. And I'll give you the question and the trivia answer again today. And of course, we're giving away one of these Article 5 hats, Convention of States hats. Of course, they're embroidered on the side. They're really cool. I wear one quite a bit. And here was the question, if you weren't with us in the beginning, which Article 5 convention supporting U.S. president said the following? Through their state legislatures and without regard to the federal government, the people can adopt such amendments as will reverse any trends they see as fatal to true representative government. If you and your generation, with the spirit of our founders, decide that reformation of a radical kind becomes due, then I say, let nothing stop you. And that was our 34th president of these United States, Dwight D. Eisenhower. And he made those remarks on May 26, 1963, to the graduates of Defiance College in Defiance, Ohio. What a cool name for a college, huh? He encourages students to become productive, constructive, and creative members of society. But more important than that, he encouraged them to fight for self-governance. Imagine that back in the early 1960s and to do it via an Article 5 Convention of States. So there's your answer today. I hope you're the one that won and got this hat. If not, again, go to shopconvention.com and grab your hat or something else that moves you. But in the meantime, let me send it back to Rita and Andrew to wrap this show up. See you guys next week. Thanks, Mike. We do this show every week to reach, teach, and activate Americans with the constitutional empowerment gifted to we the people. If you're ready to take your place among the Americans who are doing whatever it takes to restore the republic, sign up for one of the volunteer roles with Convention of States. Go to conventionofstates.com and click the Take Action tab to get started. And don't forget to follow us on Rumble, MeWe, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, Truth Social, and Instagram. You can listen to this program and other historic legacy content on our new podcast. Just search Convention of States wherever you podcast from. You can find us on Podbean, Amazon Music, or Audible. Make sure that you text START to 54555. Again, that's START to 54555 to bypass big tech and to receive important COS updates and messages. Uh, please check out the battle cry with COS president Mark Meckler Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time for another edition of COS Live. We have a country to save, folks, so time for us to get back to work. This has been the podcast version of COS Live. Check out more content at conventionofstates.com slash pod. Thank you for listening.